Hey, this is the Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 224. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan today. We're going to do our very first preview card. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for this month's bonus whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Oh, good. What is going down? A whole ton is going down. We have exciting news for the nation, a mini deck tech to go with it. But before we get to either of those two very exciting things, we have to thank our official business daddy, FusionGamingOnline.com. They're a source for all your gaming needs. Very much so. And Caltime... Caldheim? Caldheim. 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 Sounds like I'm saying my dad's name and it's his time. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Anyways, <laughs> call time available for pre-order at FusionGamingOnline.com. Yeah. Our preview card will be available once singles are available, and everybody should pick them up using CCO Fusion 5 promo code for 5% off your order. Get your maximum value, and when we can start to gather again safely in groups and what have you, we can sign in a preview card like it's no tomorrow. I'm going to get one and frame it. I'm going to get one in foil and put it in Studio CCO. In a frame? Ah, uh, no, nah, probably not. I got I got the Rebecca card in foil, because Rebecca. <laughs> of, of course. And it's hanging in the studio. You didn't get it from me. I don't bunch of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, yours are all foily and yeah. bendy and stuff. We've already seen the, <laughs> everybody's seen the, seen the videos. I've been trying to pawn those cards off on anybody oh, who wants man. them. Oh, man. Well, I'll take them. I'll oh, just uh, use them for, like, uh, you know how you know, you're at the bar? Remember when you go to the bar and you could put those little shims under the table so they don't wobble? Yeah. You're going to see all Commander Legends <laughs> cards at the bars that Brando goes to once the pandemic's over. <laughs> As if you're going to need another one. You just have one and it's so foil bendy <laughs> that it'll just hold the card up by itself. Oh, yeah. That's Are we right. dunking on Watsy? During our preview card episode? No. <laughs> Only in the nation, baby. <laughs> Only in the nation. Oh, that's right. So speaking of the nation, if you want to become part of the nation, at CCO Podcast, at CCO Brando on Twitter is a great place to be. Facebook.com slash CCO Podcast. And don't forget, Patreon.com slash CCO Podcast. You can join the nation officially, get your CCO nickname, become part of the Discord, have your decks featured. We do have a preferred deck list channel there. The whole shebang, that's how you do it. Yes. For a complete listing. Check out commandercookout.com. Got there, got there, got there. So we've got a preview card. It's a commandy playable, as, as we think and say. We are doing a little bit of a, like a, a mini kind of, just a YouTube segment in addition to this, if you don't want to listen to the whole podcast, which you fucking should, but it is available today. A link will be in the title card thing right there where I was just doing the fucking thing, and you can find that too. So should we get to it? Like the card? Yeah. Yes. Big thanks to Wizards for the absolutely 100% not paid for preview card we're about to show you. 100% free. We only had to beg. Yes, we only had to <laughs> sell our dignity. That's not even true. I mean, we just dunked on him a minute ago. Yeah, that's 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 what it cost us. Yeah, <laughs> cost us dunking on him. So let's let's get to it though. The card, Ryan, is Battle of Frost and Fire. Oh baby, metal name first of all, and not just because metal's the tagline, but it's that's a cool name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a rare saga. A rare. They gave us a rare. They Ryan. gave us a rare. Wow. Yeah, you know, right? So as this saga enters the battlefield. And after your draw step, add a lore counter, and then you sacrifice it after it has three counters. Because it has three chapters. Yeah. Chapter one. 
Battle of Frost and Fire deals four damage to each non-giant creature and each planeswalker. Selective sweepers, baby. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Chapter two. Scry three. It's fine. That's fine. That's a fine chapter two. It it Scry three is worth draw a card. Sure. I think so. You get enough selection. Eventually, card quality is going to be good enough that like your draw is worth more than one draw. Sure. Yeah. It sets up chapter three, which is whenever you cast a spell with converted mana cost five or greater this turn, draw two cards, then discard a card. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So drawn two is definitely worth drawing fucking two. Yes. And then you can chuck some dummy out of your hand that you don't want. If you didn't cast this on schedule, like if you waited till like turn six or seven, if, if we're going to encourage a long game with the deck that this is going in, you like turn six, turn nine, you'll get to chapter three. You might have 10 mana, then you can cast two five drops. Ooh. Two five drops will draw you four cards and put two in your graveyard. Two like faithless looting, or if you drew a snapcaster mage, you can just ditch whatever the fuck you want. That's uh, that's some good value. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think of the card? Illustrated by, and we're not exactly sure, but yeah, <laughs> sorry, buddy, D- Daniel. Lundgren? And we're certain that they are in no way the person from Rocky IV that fought Sylvester Stallone. Or He-Man from the 1989 Masters of the Universe take. Yes, we are <laughs> We are very certain that it is not that person. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. I love the art. It's it's kind of like a, like a, what would you call that? Not a house, but like a, a hall. We've got it on the screen here. It's like a hall. What, what do you call that? Where everybody uh, meets and drinks and Yorvisker. Is that, is that is that what that is? That's the I think that's the word for the the mead hall, the meeting hall, it's the the long house. The long house, yeah, the long house, the mead hall. I like that one too. Yeah, we're not very up on Norse mythology terminology. Brando actually knows oh, a lot about it. We're gonna. I'm getting there. I'm re. I feel it was a much more Greek myth in my my time yeah. researching this stuff. I'm brushing back up. And I'm I've I've learned the nine realms. Wow. I'm getting back into all the things so that when we get to our set review proper later on, I'm gonna be freaking ready. You can know where all of the things point to the things like in Theros with, right. with the Greek mythology and, oh, yeah, I'm gonna, and sort of like Lorwyn Block did with like English English mythology, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well on our other YouTube video we we did go a little bit more into frost giants, ice giants, the gods, the battle, Ragnarok, the world tree. We touched a little bit on it and I didn't understand fucking any of it <laughs> and you seem to understand some of it you haven't seen the final video edit yet though so <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I love the art I, I think that it's like a, a, a long house there's some mountains it looks like fire it looks like some dudes coming in to that's mess what some happens stuff up. that's what happens when the frost giants and the fire giants come they do they wreck up Asgard Asgard. Yeah, not so more. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if the Asgardians had lived more up to their names, Ragnarok wouldn't happen to them. See, I just, (laughs) I have no idea. I haven't even seen Thor Ragnarok. Oh, dude. Does that tell the story? No, but there is a fire fire giant at the end, and he pones noobs. (laughs) 
could we superimpose Battle of Frost and Fire and other Kaldheim Ragnarok-esque cards on top of the Marvel movie Thor Ragnarok and I make a so. theme deck? Maybe that's something that, probably could. that people out in CCO Nation can start to work on and Brando will understand all of it and I'll understand none of it, but I'm willing to learn. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be we'll be good there. Now, we, you and I, Ooh. you mostly, ha. have a shell or a mini deck tech that we'd like to share. It features Battle of Frost and Fire, our free preview card. Thanks, mm. Wizards. Yes. But it also features three two, th three or four other Kaltheim cards. Yeah, as we're recording this, obviously the spoilers aren't all out yet. And we don't want to take anybody else's preview cards and, and kind of insert them into our decks but some of them very much do fit there was a i think there was three okay that just fit so good into the deck that i put together it fits all the themes fits all the stuff and it's really cool to see those things on cards so we're gonna we're gonna appropriate those ones as our own oh and put it into this this deck that i think when somebody actually builds it because somebody's eventually going to if it's not us it's gonna be sweet all right should we uh should we do a deck let's do it Okay, so is it Giants deck, Ryan? Yes. Here's here's kind of what we got. Now, we've done a Giant Tribal deck recently, and it was awful. Yeah, it was all vanilla Tribal. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a bunch of trash, but Kaldheim is bringing it up. Yeah. Giving us some good Giants. We hope. We've seen a couple of good ones at least, and I'll bet you there's going to be at least a few more. I, I'm confident there's going to be a few more. I'm hoping that there is an Is It Giant Commander... And I'll preface our mini deck tech that we're going to do by saying you took a sub substantially different approach to the deck than I was going to. I was going to find a Jeskai commander and do some of what you do with Izzet and Giants, because Giants are primarily in red. But there is Kalemne, which is a giant that gives you experience counters. Right. And there is Brian Stoutarm from Lorwyn right. that is also a giant that fits very nicely with giant stuff from Kaldheim and our cards, but I would have needed to add white. You did not do that. Did not do that. Don't need it. So I, who's our commandies? Okun, Eye of Chaos, and Zindersplit, Eye of Wisdom, Ryan. Those are the coin flippers from Battle Bond, and I thought Okun was a giant. I did too, which is... <laughs> too when bad. I, when I was initially thinking up the deck in my brain, I was like, wait, I think Okun's a giant. That's perfect, And right? that's red and blue, it's going to be so cool, and like I've always wanted to do what I did here with Okum. This is perfect. He, but and then it's he's not a giant. He's a Cyclops Berserker. Cyclops Berserker. So we might have an opportunity either now or in the future. Again, we're not looking at other people's preview cards right now. This isn't our preview or, or, or our set review. Right. But there might be some Berserker shenanigans, right? Lavissa Cold Eyes and what have you. She buffs Berserkers and stuff. But give give the two commandies a read, then we'll start the deck out. Okay, so Ukun, Eye of, of Chaos, is a 3-3 three, three for red 4. Uh, partners with Zinder Split, so it gives you a free shuffle. At the beginning of combat on your turn, flip a coin until you lose a flip. Whenever a player wins a coin flip, any player, not just you, double his power and toughness until end of turn. Ooh, and when any player wins a coin flip, it's good with all those new Kirk decks floating around, right? Yeah, you could rock his thumb in this deck. It'd be good. And we have Zinder Split, Eye of Wisdom. He is a 1-4 for blue 4. 
partners with Okun, so it gives you a free shuffle. And whenever a player wins a coin flip, draw a card, he has the same, at the beginning of combat, flip a coin thing that Okun does. Yeah. And here's the thing, too, is in our blue, maybe giant, maybe spell slinger deck where we care about discarding cards, flashing them back. Maybe we're playing things like Ponder, Brainstorm, Preordain, early game to help set up our mana draws because we don't have things like Rampant Growth and... and like two two mana search for a land stuff. Yeah, right? is it doesn't fix mana super great unless you're Yeah, if we've yeah. got those free shuffles along with those like brainstorm scry type effects that fit the theme of the deck, that'll help us hit our land drops. So that free shuffle might actually be pretty good. You ring every drop of value out of the card, especially your commanders. Yeah. There is no useless line on your commander card. And if there is, you should pick a new commander card. Or or adjust deck, my liege. Sure. Yeah. Now, gods are a theme in Kaldheim, and it seems they're they're going back to the god well more and more frequently. We've got Kaldheim like Norse gods. We've got Egyptian gods. We've got Greek gods. What other gods do we got? We got false gods. (laughs) (laughs) We've got in our mini deck tech a. Two god section. Now, there's there's like 20 or 21 cards in the deck, right? So right now there's two gods. Yep, and they are the Locust God, which is a 4-4 four, four flyer for red, blue, four. Whenever you draw a card, you get a 1-1 one, one blue and red insect creature token with flying and haste, and you can pay is it in two to draw a card, then discard a card, and then when it dies, it where does it go? It goes onto your, into your hand, right? When it eats shit, it goes back to your hand. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess this goes with... Battle of Frost and Fires, Chapter 3, cast a 5-drop, draw draw two cards. So we would get two bugs with that, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, man, it turns him into a Siege Gang Commander. Yeah, there it is. Sort of. Sort of on curve, too, right? Like, Battle of Frost and Fire on 5, Locust God on 6, for example. You're on, like, your Scry, two, scry 3 chapter, and then the following turn... You attack with your Locust God or whatever. You draw your cards and you cast something second main. Then you get two blockers up. Nice. Encourage the long game. That's where I'm going with this is encourage the long game. Leave those blockers up and that'll get us to without significant ramp like in green or lots of money with expensive mana rocks. (laughs) We can get to the long range to start casting our giants, which we'll get to right after Karanos, God of the Storm. Or God of Storms. He is a 6-5 indestructible. So this would be like an OG God. Yeah. OG God. Red, blue, three. As long as your devotion to blue and red is less than seven, it's not a creature. Reveal the first card you draw on each of your turns. Whenever you reveal a land card this way, you draw a card. Whenever you reveal a not land, you three a creature or player. Ooh, yeah. And we'll have no problem with that devotion already just based on the cards that are in the deck yeah we've got five giants so far and we're going to look at two new ones from call time let's read the let's read the five current ones and we'll flip over to to the new previews after that we got the first one is sunrise sovereign <laughs> a five five for six that's okay yeah it's okay okay for giants it's pretty good remember back to our deck <laughs> remember back ryan to the dark days Oh, the dark days. That's right. Other giant creatures you control get plus two, plus two, and have Trampski. That's okay. Um, yeah, it's all right. Except five, five, you're going to buff two or three other creatures at a time, so you're getting maybe six more power out of the deal. All of a sudden, you get 12 power for six mana. That's good. That is not bad. We've got a Stink Drinker Daredevil. Stink Drinker. Now, I... I what about a Dink Stinker? 
That is Daredevil. not that... anything I'm interested in Googling. <laughs> <laughs> Giant spells you cost you cast cost two less to play, and this is a three drop, one three goblin. I love that art too. Look at him. He, he, he stole the he, tooth right out of the giant's mouth. Or is it his toe? No, it's his tooth. Look, it's the giant behind him that's chasing him doesn't have a tooth, and then he's holding the tooth with some blood on it and stuff, and he's running away with it. That's so awesome. I thought for sure that was a fingernail or a toenail. No, it's his tooth. Guaranteed, guaranteed that's a tooth. So All right. Good. How about Hamlet back Goliath? Hamlet back Goliath. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield, you may put X plus one plus one counters on Hamlet back Goliath, where X is that creature's power. Oh. Now, couple things. If we played something like Rite of Replication, we could, eh, let's say, early game to mid-late game, late late mid game we could copy that stink drinker daredevil and then all of a sudden our giants just cost like red <laughs> which is great but late game you go hamlet back goliath next turn you go right a replication kicked naming hamlet back goliath all your other hamlet back goliath see each other enter the battlefield all at once and they all become 36 36s <laughs> And then you're like, Okum who? <laughs> what? <laughs> and then Okum just still gets bigger because that's what he does. <laughs> oh, man. Countryside Crusher. Now, now, this is a giant. Yeah, you read this one because this one's actually good. This one is important to the deck as well as I have it conceptualized. It is a 3-3 for red, red, one giant warrior. At the beginning of your upkeep, reveal the top card of your library. If it's a land, you put it into your bin and repeat the process. Whenever a land is put into your yard from anywhere... Countryside Crusher gets a plus one, plus one counter. Counter. From anywhere. From anywhere. If you if somebody traumatizes you, oh baby, you better believe Countryside Crusher going to respond probably more. By killing them. By destroying their whole <laughs> life. Oh, okay. Con- he's so good. He's so cool. Doesn't see near enough play. Yeah. And last one that we have in here from the old times is Borderland Behemoth. Ooh. This is a red, red five. Seven drop, four, four Trampski. That doesn't sound very good, uh, right? No, it sounds like a giant. Yeah. Okay. Borderland Behemoth gets plus four, plus four for each other giant you control. Each that, other. You know what that is? That's fort of arms. <laughs> <laughs> That's an ability that is. Oh, 10 out of 10. I like that. Oh, yeah. I like that. So let's look at some of these new call time cards that we're going we're gonna to add in here. All right. First guy. And I might actually play this in my personal Brian Stoutarm deck. This, I, I like everything about this card. I like the art. I like what it does. I like the name. Yep. This, I like this card. Give it a read. Calamity Bear is a 3-4 for red, red, 2. If a giant source you control would deal damage to a permanent or player, it deals double that damage instead. Oh, and, and CCO Nation listing doesn't even know where we're at yet with the doubling of the damages. No. Of note, too, Giant Berserker. So this triggers itself. Yeah, it does work. Yeah, so it does. So, when it swings, it does freaking 6-4. Six. Six, yeah, 6-4 for 4. When it attacks or when it when, when it blocks. When it's doing damage. Yeah, yeah, so that's really good. We also wanted to add an enchantment. This is important. In a deck like this, I like this card where your spells all cost fucking six and seven. Yep. You play Reflections of Lit Jara for blue. It's probably Lit Yara? Lit Yara. Yeah, I like that better. Okay. Blue four. Choose a creature type when it comes into play. Whenever you cast a spell of the chosen type, you copy it. That's great with, with uh, what's his name? The guy that, uh, Hamlet back. 
Hamlet Back Goliath or Borderland Behemoth or Calamity Bear. Because if you have two oh, Calamity double, double. Bears, yeah. Dubsky, Dubsky. Now he's a 12 4 for 4 as long as he's attacked. Yeah, yeah you yeah. like that? I like that. Okay, our next giant. Actually, I think it comes from like a, a, a pre con, right? I think it's from the, the. Oh, the theme boosters. Yes. Okay, and this is Sirtland Flinger. Three guesses what he does. This is a 6-4 giant berserker again. Mm-hmm. That's berserker sub-theme, I think, at this point, right? I'll give it to him. Okay. Red, red, three. Whenever Sirtland Flinger attacks, you may sacrifice another creature. When you do, Sirtland Flinger deals damage equal to the sacrifice creature's power to any target. If the sacrifice creature was a giant, it deals twice that much damage. Yes. Now, Sirtland Flinger being a giant... And us sacrificing giants, if we have Calamity Bearer and any of our damage doublers that we're going to put in this deck, because we're going to, we can deal double, quadruple, octuple, 16 tuple, (laughs) 32 tuple. (laughs) I don't even know what those prefixes are at that point. If we have all three of the cards that we just talked about, let's say we play the enchantment first, and then we play... The Calamity Bear. So we get two Calamity Bearers. Then we play the Sirtland Flinger, so we have two Sirtland Flingers. Yes. We attack with one and sack the other. We attack with one Sirtland Flinger and sacrifice the other. The other Sirtland Flinger. That would then do four, Is doubled to eight from Sirtland Flinger. And then it would be doubled to 16. From the first Calamity Bearer. And then it would be doubled to 32. From the second Calamity Bearer. And you haven't even done combat damage yet. And also... We've got in our mini deck tech, just to represent the double damage category, we've got a Furnace of Wrath, which is a four drop damage doubler, yes. which exists sort of on curve, sort of, if you have like a soul ring or some early mana acceleration to get this out before your four drop like Sirtland or Calamity Bearer on turn four or five, whatever, right? Right. And you can play the other one. There's the one that triples damage. There's the... Uh, there's the Dictate of the Twin Gods. Yes. There's all those damage doubling. You can play all of them in here if you want, and you're going to want to when you hear what else we're up to in this deck. Yeah, very much so. Now, one more thing before we get to get to the rest of the deck. We'll take a, we'll take a little breather between uh, bouts of heavy damage breathing. Oh, <laughs> damage breathing. That's the that's what I if I was a dragon, that's what I If Brandon was did. a game designer, he I would did. just give us preview cards that have damage breathing. Yes. We're actually going to look at our last new Kaldheim card before our set review shows called Invasion of the Giants. It's another saga. This one an uncommon for red blue. Chapter one is Scry two, so Fine. it fits right into what I was already talking about with the Scry sub theme in the shuffling with our commanders, yes. right? Also, chapter chapter zero is the picture, and the picture is cool. Very much. I so. like these. Yeah, it, all of these are cool. What is that like? A is that a shield or a rock carving? I think it's a painting on a shield, or like a, a long shield, right? or a bracer or something. And it's got giants coming over a hill, and there's some fire. Oh really, yeah, yeah, really, that, really cool. Yeah, very cool. Chapter two. Draw a card, then you may reveal a giant card from your hand. When you do, Invasion of the Giants deals two damage to target opponent or Planeswalker. That's okay. Great to kill a a Planeswalker. Maybe, right? Mm -hmm. If somebody down-ticked the first one. Great if we have our damage doublers or triplers, because all of a sudden you can say target opponent, and all of a sudden they're taking four or six or eight. 
Yeah. Which is actually like eight damage is fucking good, right? Yeah. Right? Okay, chapter three. The next giant you cast this turn costs two less to cast. Nice. That's a good one. So it's a ramp card. It's a setup for a good draw card. And then it's an actual draw card and a burn spell. Yeah. Pretty cool. Not as cool as ours, but cool. Yeah, very much so. Ours is way better. Now, moving back to our actual deck, we've talked about some some scrying. I mentioned things like Faithless Looting and Snapcaster Mage to take advantage of, Chapter 3 on Battle of Frost and Fire. We could play stuff like Tectonic Reformation and the, the OG like Cycle Lands from Onslaught to take advantage of Countryside Crusher. But more so than just that, we do actually have a land stuff category, yeah. which which would encourage us, like giants do, to play like 39, 40, 42, 45 land in this deck. Yes. So give us a read of some of these cards. So check this out. We got a treasure hunt. Treasure hunt. <laughs> treasure hunt. Blue one sorcery reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a non-land card. Put them all in your hand. Put them all into your hand, Put so you get all, all the land. Yes, the land is the treasure in this case. That's right. Do you? And we also get the card that we reveal, right? Yep. Reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a non-land card. Then put all cards revealed <laughs> in your hand. I do play this in my sixty-five land deck, and it is good there. But if we have our next card and we reveal five or six land, and then get a giant, well, we play said giant. And then we play this card. Seismic Assault. Oh, baby. Discard a land card. It deals two damage to any target. And if we have our damage doublers, it's four. Or six. Or, or eight. Or 12. Whole. Or 32. Or and all, all of a sudden, we've got five or six land in our hand. We've got discard a land deal four or six damage. And a countryside crusher that's now going to attack for four or eight or 16 or 32. Ooh. Oh, baby. But yeah. let's, let's say the Countryside Crusher just hits a bunch of land off the top. Then we draw a bunch of land with our treasure hunt, right? Then yep. we throw away all of our land to our Seismic Assault to kill a bunch of dudes. Oh, I know where you're going. What are we going to do to kill everybody else? Straight to Cavalier of Flame. Oh, baby. You mean the 6-5 for Red, Red, Red 2 with Red 1 Fire Breathing on your whole team also gives them haste? When it comes into play, you may discard any number of cards then draw that many cards? And... When it dies, it deals X damage to each opponent and each Planeswalker they control, where X is the number of land cards in your graveyard? Yes. Oh, Yes, that's baby. the card I mean. So, <laughs> so you can attack with somebody, fling him with the Sirtland Flinger, and then blow your opponents straight out. Yeah. I, I very much like Cavalier of Flame because his, his first ability, Red 1, gives your guys haste. Oh. So if it's like late game and we're playing this top of the deck matters, scry, lots of land deck, and we draw the half of our deck that allows us to just like play a land every turn. And because we're encouraging the long game, maybe some some burn sweepers, uh, removal or counterspell interaction type stuff to encourage the long game. If we, you know, late game turn 10 or 12, drop a six or seven drop giant, we can pay four or six more into that and give it haste and make it even bigger. And since we have eight ways to double all the damage they're going to do, that that's that's dividends, baby. Yeah. That yeah. is that is good. And at this point in time, we should note that things like Borderland, Behemoth, Furnace of Wrath, the Fiery Emancipation. There it is. Seismic Assault, like double 
or triple red pips. So Karanos God of Storms, no trouble. And Karanos God of Storms, when we reveal one of our 42 land and he shocks somebody for that, yeah, now shock is four or six or eight. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Very excellent. Okay, now, if that's not enough damage, and if and if we don't have it quite beat into the heads of everybody listening yet, we got a couple more damage good. cards. No. <laughs> now, we talked about flinging with our Sertland flinger. Yes. Why don't we just play fling and fling accessories? Yes. Because we could. Why don't we play cards like... Soul Fire, where target creature you control in play deals damage equal to its power to target creature or player. You very much so. Maybe we could play that. Maybe we could play the Ryan special and rock a Chandra's Ignition. Oh, baby. Can you imagine doing doing your Hamlet back Goliath and, and Rite of Replication thing that I talked about? They're all 36 36s. And then next turn, you just go like, Chandra's Ignition. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody fucking dies. <laughs> That also works really good with just Okun, because if you happen to get lucky with coin flips... Oh, you win a couple coin flips, you double and then double his power. He's just big enough to win the game by himself right there. I think you... What do you do? You, you, when you win a coin flip, you double his power. Yeah. You win a coin flip, you double his power. So he goes from 4 to 8 to 16. Yeah. And then let's say you go... Like, you, you have a Furnace of Wrath out, and then you go Chandra's Ignition. Everybody takes... 32. 32. It's pretty good. That's pretty good just based on A, get your chip-ins, kids, early game. Get in with those little mana dorks if you're not using them. Attack for two, attack for one, right? Don't be scared, right? Don't be scared. Nobody's going to retaliate so bad for attacking for one. (laughs) And if they do, just don't play with that person. Yeah, And or, remember, shock lands exist, as do fetch lands. And people are going to be at 35, 34, just just incidentally. They're playing City of Brass. There's lots of Wooberg oh, stuff. Yeah, City of Brass and also like the the draw two, lose two in black. Like yeah. people are going to be around 35 by the time you start dropping Chandra's Ignitions. And now we're cooking them with one card. <laughs> <laughs> but here it is. Maybe people are saying, oh, they're talking about giants. They're talking about doing damage. They're talking they're about these big mana, totally unplayable six drops. Yeah, damage doublers. This isn't called Heim themed. Where's the metal? Right? Where's the gods fighting giants? That's what Call Time is all about. It's about giants rising up from, from the depths and storming the Rainbow Bridge and burning down frickin' castles and shit. Why aren't they talking about that kind of fighting? Well, just wait, CCO Nation. We've got one more guy. Our savior. Our leading man. Dude, you could paint him with a little mic in his hand. Like a mohawk and some spikes. Our boy. Our boy, Brash Taunter, because you are damn right he goes in this deck. Because maybe, just maybe, you have a couple of damage doublers, but you can still only swing in for 16. 16 is bullshit. Or or I got you, I got you. Maybe you've got a damage doubler and, like, only four land in hand and somebody's at, like, not enough life and you got your seismic assault and you discard the seismic assault to deal four, six, eight doubled damage 16 to brash taunter brash taunter when he deals it to an opponent is doubled again now that now it's 30 now it's lethal again and He's, same goes for chander's ignition for 32 or whatever we said yeah. no try 64 oh you like battle of fire and ice doing four to him no let's do 16 <laughs> <laughs> yeah now we're talking oh baby it's another reason why brash taunter the lord and savior of cco nation and magic in general 
will go in this deck. He will fight the fight against the gods. He will fight the fight against the, the giants, and he will win. Yep. Or I guess we will win. Every time. Now, last card I want to mention, it's not in the uh, in the mini deck tech here, as like the, the scry stuff isn't in there, the brainstorms, the mana rocks aren't in there, but I think this is one that could maybe go in, and this is a commonplace in saga.deck, is a card called Power Conduit, which lets you tap to remove a counter from a permanent you control and choose one. Put a charge counter on target artifact or put a plus one counter on target creature. We would probably choose to put a plus one on target creature. Hell yeah. But what we would choose to remove would be a lore counter from a saga. And we would keep our Battle of Frost and Fire maybe at one lore counter. Right, So at the start of our turn, we put the first lore counter on it all the time to always deal four damage to each non-giant creature, which would give us four or eight or 16 damage from Brash Taunter and or keep the board clear. Or it would allow us to, every time we cast a giant spell for five or more, because that's what they fucking cost, draw two and discard a card. Makes Underwear underwear Breach better, like Underworld Breach. And for invasion of the giants we would keep that one at the next giant spell you cast this turn costs two less oh that's good yeah and then that it it only kind of works for like one giant per turn but realistically one giant per turn is what we're going to cast probably or we could just leave it at two and just draw a card reveal a giant and lava axe something yes <laughs> yeah, well and and with with the brainstorms the ponders the preordains and i, I use those because they're the most common three but if we have cards like that we can always sculpt the top of our deck sensei's divining top uh, scroll rack just reprinted right yeah all of a sudden we're putting together this top deck manipulation very is it deck but instead of doing is it things to win the game, like Lab Man or... or Some kind of ridiculous storm combo. Thousand Year Storm or whatever. No, we are just going to turn guys sideways, brash taunter or otherwise, yeah. and just pound somebody into the dirt for like 86 damage. And sure, you're only going to have one, two creatures. But who cares because they swing for 100. <laughs> yeah, that's all it takes. And when they're done swinging for 100, they're going to fight brash taunter and just do 100. Yep. Very much so, because oh. Brash Taunter just taps to fight something, right? So God, you kill Brash two Taunter. people, oh. and then the other person, you save up your counterspell mana for your rift not overloaded mana, <laughs> right? Because you don't give a shit if there's only one person, and you've got some protection built in as well. You get your lightning greaves, your swiftfoot boots, and you're fucking set. I think it'd be a cool deck. That's the deck. I'm excited to build it. I'm excited to hear if other people want to build it. Very much so. And remember, preferred deck list category, and remember preferred deck list channel on the discord it's one of the benefits to becoming a patron there is also our janky af deck list (laughs) channel where this would probably go but if you did want to use it any card we talked about today in a spikier manner we do have a competitive deck list channel there as well and you know what if giants take off in standard hey fuck who knows maybe battle of frost and fire might actually see some play and i feel like i'm contributing to the greater magic sphere with this card Look at us go. Scrying is good. Scrying is fine. Scrying is good. Doing four damage to everything is Doing good. Doing four damage to good on chapter, uh, to everything on chapter one is good. That's why people would play that card. Yeah. Everything else is gravy. And then late game or chapter three, it's like, hey, I'm going to draw two discard one when I play my five drop, right? Like this card could see standard play. 
F standards and see EDH play. I'm just saying we we got a card that is EDH playable that we've demonstrated, I think, yeah, yeah. quite well. And this could be a card, depending on how giants shake up in the standard format, they could see play outside of our format, which is special. I'm into that. I like yeah, that. that's look cool, at, eh? Look at that go. Look at us go. That's neat. That's, that's cool. Now, I think that's all for the the bonus episode, unless you have anything else to add. Why don't you thank our glorious business daddies. Tell everybody where they can pick up Battle of Frost and Fire and Greater Kaldheim in general with a discount. And then let them... Let them know the final thought of the day. You can do all of the things that Ryan just said over at FusionGamingOnline.com. They're your source for all of your Kaldheim needs and all of your all of your Battle of Frost and Fires and whatever other Kaldheim stuff you decide to pick up. There's only one card on the must-have list. <laughs> there it is. Get your Brash Taunters and your Battles of Frost and Fires. There it is. That's, I guess that's two they cards. They actually gave us cards, a card with lots of Fs in it. Yeah. It's like they were listening. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Big thanks to them, they being Wizards of the Coast, for providing to us totally for free our very first preview card. It's been a great time talking about it, and it actually made us very proud uh, to get to see the comments that we got one, that people yeah, being and, so happy and for us. Proud Thank- of CCO Nation, too, for sticking with us and, and being such a great like audience right yeah. to 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 share and to uh to uh, really advertise our show by telling their friends about it and sharing and following mm-hmm. and subscribing and all that stuff that helps the show grow like i i told wizards of the coast when we were going back and forth sorry i'm interrupting your final thought of the day <laughs> but i told wizards like we're growing and people like the show and it's not just like people from around our town like it's not just canadians there's people in the land of the free there's people in europe there's we got a, we got an email the other day from a guy in shanghai cool yeah australians and like there's so many more i'm i'm sorry i'm leaving out lots of countries and groups of people but there's a lot of people that are part of cco nation worldwide and be- baby because of you all that we got this card and it's very exciting and and uh, humbling yeah. 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 So I'm proud of you. You're proud of us. It's a circle jerk of pride. Oh, I love circle jerks, especially of pride. And we're so happy to be here. Thank you again to everybody that contributed to it. You for listening to us with your ear holes and your eye holes and every other hole that you listen to the show with each and every week. Thanks to me and Ryan for being here and putting up with all this crap. Thanks to Wizards for finally acknowledging that we put out so much crap. And I guess... Thanks to me for building this mini deck tech to have on the show. <laughs> Thanks for just including Brash Taunter in another fucking deck. You're very welcome. Every Anytime. Yeah. Yeah. So if you decide to build it, let me know. If you think this is a cool shell that you have some ideas for, let me know. Maybe I'll end up building it and we'll do it on the show with either your list or mine or a combination of the two. And we're going to do that very soon on another very special episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! Woo!